Welcome to Reason to Panic, the only podcast out there for the worried mind. That's right, we give you a new reason to panic each week, so you never have to worry about running out of reasons to panic. Welcome to the show, everyone. We've got a good episode lined up for you today. Oh, yeah. For... So we've got me, I'm Randall Floyd, and, and we've also got Eli Bowman here. How you doing, Eli? I'm well, Randall. Thank you. So today we're missing Tyler, but he might jump on later. It's difficult when you live a, uh, what's it called? Nomadic. I feel like nomadic. Yeah, I was going to say a Bedouin-like lifestyle <laughs> because um, you never know when you're going to travel, and he just happened to be traveling, and that put a damper <laughs> on his ability to come in this morning. So today's episode is going to be a good one, I think. Well, I think every week's going to be a good one. <laughs> I mean, why are we here? <laughs> well, we'll find out after the episode. That's over. right. <laughs> so there's a man in Wisconsin. His name was, it's hard to pronounce. His last name is Mantufel. Mr. Mantufel. So one day, Mr. Mantufel, he woke up with a, a fever and vomiting. And it wasn't comfortable, but it also didn't seem like anything bad. Sure, sure. Other than how bad vomiting and... and um... Yeah, basically, other than fever and vomiting being as bad in and of themselves. Yeah, he just not had fun. the flu. Like, yeah. like it's it's no fun. Everybody gets the flu. Yeah, um, multiple times. That's right. Well, the next the next morning, his his temperature actually increased, and it, it didn't increase a little bit. It, it increased significantly to the point where he started getting delirious, like seeing things, saying weird things, and his wife was worried. I mean, who wouldn't be worried? I'm sure that. You know, husbands say yeah. stupid things all the time, but it was probably just a little bit more than normal. I wonder if she covered her bases with saying, you know, have you been drinking this evening? You know, I, bet, I bet there was a little bit of questioning there. <laughs> yeah, every wife has her standard, yeah, I don't know. her yeah, standard I, questions. That's right. <laughs> well, it didn't stop at the delirium. After after he started being all delirious, she, she noticed he had these little tiny bruises that started appearing on his body. And it was small, but then they started getting bigger and bigger until it got to the point where it looked like either he'd he'd been involved in a serious gang fight or somebody hit him with a baseball bat you know something like that (laughs) so it was bad so she took him to the hospital and he ended up having to have both his legs amputated and his hands and then his nose turned black so he got something and it was not the flu (laughs) <laughs> what no no not yeah. the flu not the flu it was it was not the flu those things don't turn uh, black when you have the flu <laughs> not normally right so that that leads me to my next obvious question and it's should you let your dog lick your face what <laughs> i don't know when's the last time you had your dog lick your face well i don't or a dog, dog but lots of my friends own dogs and i feel like every time i see them i let them lick my face mm-hmm I've never I've ever let a dog lick my face because I just don't like dogs, but I know you haven't lived like my it. friend. You haven't lived until a dog has absolutely slobbered licked your face for like three minutes straight. <laughs> well, then I'll take a page out, out of Mr. Mantufel's <laughs> book. And if I want to die, <laughs> I'll have a dog lick my face. <laughs> <laughs> so what does that have to do with this guy? Well, apparently at the time, right before he started getting sick, he was hanging out with eight dogs. At least, Mm. which isn't a good sign anyways, because that's, I mean, that's a lot of dogs. He was hanging Uh, out with eight dogs. Do you mean he owns eight dogs or was he just like, is that that what he does on the weekends? Like he just goes and hangs out with dogs. I don't know. 
I mean, it could be both, but hmm. I, I, it didn't. The, the, the article I read didn't say, but I know hmm. that it's it said that he had been around eight dogs at the time he became ill, according okay. to his wife. Yeah. Okay. But apparently, in every dog's saliva is a bacteria, and it's called Capnocytophaga canamorsis, and it's it's in all healthy dogs. Watch your language. Hey, I can speak Latin whenever I want. <laughs> I'm a lawyer. Mm, that's right. So this this um, this bacteria, it's in, in every dog. And so it actually, it, it, it could have some healing stuff in it. I mean, mm-hmm, yeah. there's, there's, there's wives' tales and probably some scientific analysis that shows that there's, there's microbials inside of dog saliva that's actually helpful to... Um, to human sanitation, like cleaning wounds and, and yeah. you know, well, well, dogs I mean, if, get hurt. They lick everything. Right. Uh, oh, oh, everything. If they lick it all, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> and the, and here's the thing. I mean, we're, we're, we're still a people who believe that um, if you get stung by a stingray, that you should pee on that sting. Like we still believe so many of these things. Um, mm-hmm. It doesn't mean there isn't science behind it, but, but some of them sure sound like, they sure sound like tall tales, right? The things that have just been carried over orally through the years. Um, but that's interesting. So you're saying, because I kind of, I want to make sure I'm getting what you're saying straight. You're saying that science is showing that dog saliva is, can have a health benefit. It yet, can. Yet Mr. Mantufel was clearly not in that camp. No, he, he was not. And he's mm. not alone. So what, what ended up happening is this this very specific kind of uh, bacteria, which is in the oral cavity of, of all dogs, it happened to somehow make its way into his bloodstream. And so what ended up happening is it, it grew rapidly and ended up turning into sepsis. And so mm-hmm. he had sepsis running through the insides of his veins. And it was so bad that it was just, you know, it was causing all kinds of things to deteriorate. So the bruises came from the sepsis. No. And then they started clogging. And then they gave him antibacterial, but it couldn't get through his bloodstream because of all of the, the breaks in his, in his veins. Ugh. He ended up, the clogging stopped the bacteria. So that's why they weren't able to save his limbs. Yeah, oh, I see. save his nose either. So it's bad. So his nose is gone as well. Mm, yeah. Golly. <laughs> and I, I, I'm not I bet he'll never own a dog again. I, I, he probably will, but he can't pet it because he doesn't have hands. <laughs> <laughs> just use your chin. You come, come here, buddy. Come here. Come here. Just, you know, chin in that doggy. You know, just somehow that'll, I'm sure, be just as fulfilling. Yeah, it's gotta be. <laughs> oh man! But uh, this isn't the only bad thing in dog saliva. We just don't know what's in there. In fact, in this article in the, the website's called Massive Science. It says only 16.4% of the microbes identified in the dog's uh, saliva is similar to humans. And we okay. don't even know what all of them are in the dogs. There's just so many of them. It's just one of those things where, you know, I guess you take your your, your, your health in your own hands. Um, as long as I guess you're not in the um, at-risk group. Because I think sure. that if you're a little bit older then you're more prone to getting sepsis and other kinds of things from your dog. So it's, it's, it's possible to, to posit, let's say that the more um, 
the higher autoimmune risk you are, the higher the risk of dog ownership or pet ownership, which I guess makes sense because pets, pets are, you know, house pets are generally kind of dirty. Um, so I, I, sh- I guess that shouldn't shock anyone. No, and it's but sad though. <laughs> it is sad. sad. I mean, man's best friend can, can rip your arms off without doing anything. Just by kissing your face. Hmm. That's, that's, that's a tough one. <laughs> It is, but and, I mean, look, if it were a cat, here's the thing. I think I think a dog would care if they made you sick, but a cat would be like, "It's your own fault. Go get yeah, my, but, go get me my food, and then leave me alone." <laughs> you can't do anything. Hire me a nanny. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> you want love? I don't think so. Go get me my dinner, my meow mix. My dad always said, "You know, dogs will love you, but cats will treat you like staff." And I think in my life, that's certainly been true. <laughs> oh, it's so true. I've owned it's dogs. Like, I've owned cats. And it's, uh, it's true. It's certainly true. That's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Dogs treat you like you're the king <laughs> and, yep. and cats treat you like you're the servant. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, you know, I wouldn't let a cat lick my face, you know, for 60 seconds, but I would let a dog lick my face for 60 seconds. But oh my gosh, that I sounds am so not entirely sure. <laughs> Because of poor Mr. Um, Mantufel here and his terrible demise. I, I think that we need a similar mandate to what California did originally with police officers. And we need a chess cam on dogs. <laughs> I think that if we had – the reason I say this is because most people let dogs lick them. But they wouldn't let them lick them if they saw the, the chess cam of the dog. And what did it lick like five seconds before it licked oh. it? <laughs> But, you know, have you heard that – I've heard this thing for years that your dog's mouth is cleaner than yours. In other words, has less germs. And I wonder if they're talking about this bacteria. It could be. I mean, there's all, dogs have to fight off so many different kinds of things than we do. And they don't have to deal with the same toxins and stuff that in their – they get different bugs that get their cavities and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. But <laughs> – I mean, it might be cleaner, but I don't care. It's, it's no different than castorium to me, because if there's this, this isn't this isn't like a secretion near the anus of a beaver. This is a poop from oh, another gosh. dog. You had to invoke <laughs> that episode, didn't you? You just have to. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. If a dog's gonna lick their bottom and then try to lick your face. I would absolutely think twice. I I absolutely would. I would probably put the kibosh on that. But if it's out of sight, it's out of mind, right? So if these dogs are, it's like it's like if you're licking your bottom in your bedroom, cool. But like, don't do it in public because I don't want to see. <laughs> I don't want to know. Oh, dogs are so weird. Have you seen like the circle of dogs at the dog park? Where they're all in a dog. circle and they're all sniffing each other's butts. Oh like gosh, yes, time. I have. I've seen this. Yes, <laughs> dogs are just gross. I mean, they're happy, but they're gross. And I'm not a germaphobe. I just it just doesn't appeal to me to get licked by a dog. Yeah, especially yeah, yeah. All the reasons that we've talked about, <laughs> <laughs> which are which are which are many. So then, I think the next question I think that people would be wondering is is what are the chances that you could actually get this. Um, this sepsis from that bacteria that I'm not going to try and pronounce again because my Latin is awful. Does it say? Um, does it say what the odds are? 
all I've seen is in every article that I've read is the odds are slim. And so, <laughs> That's I mean, reassuring. I guess it depends, it depends on what your definition of slim is. Exactly. And if you're talking about a slim gym, like that's not very big. But if you're talking about somebody that's probably gaining a little bit of weight and they say slim because they're not skinny, like, mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know how slim it is, but it sounds like based on the number of people that actually get licked in the face by dogs or on any other part of their body and the number of people that actually get this bacteria and have to be hospitalized, it's a astronomically small percentage like okay. so small we would hear about this more often it wouldn't just be some random one off uh, yeah one or two off in a science journal it, sure. like you you find stuff in science journals not usually because they're widespread because those get up end up being in like nbc or fox or something like that like the big ones they show up that are that are frequent um so it's it's just not going to happen like don't get it uh think twice about letting a dog lick your face but maybe don't worry too much about contracting uh, sepsis. Mm -hmm. hmm. <laughs> At least that's what I think. <laughs> but I'm not a doctor because I, while I am a doctor of law, I, I, I cannot give good medical advice. Right. And you know, humans are, humans are going to human. I mean, right. So they're going to let their dogs kiss their face. They're just, they just are. They, they, yeah. Most Americans will read this article. If they read it, they'll read it and they'll go, Oh man, that's, that's too bad. It's, it's like minutes an, later, they'll, they'll, they'll reach for their dog and, and pet their dog. And, you know, next thing you know, their dog's like their face a couple times and they won't even think anything of it. No, maybe the first time. And then they'll be like, eh, oh, well, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I it's, survived. No different, <laughs> it's no different than buying property in yeah. Tornado Alley. I mean, you know, they're there and you know, mm -hmm. you can get hit, but oh, well, that's like, right. Yeah, it's, it's always somebody we're else. living. We're living <laughs> on the Gulf Coast with her. Yeah, exactly. You know that it's going to it's going to be a thing. So, it's just a risk you take some people it's not a risk i will ever take but not because i'm panicked about it i just think it's gross <laughs> <laughs> well, now you can think it's gross and panic about it yeah maybe i don't know i'm gonna rank it now i'm gonna give this because there's the, the opportunity to lose a limb or multiple limbs um, and sepsis is no joke i would give dog licking Normally dog licking is a three for me anyways, because it's just, it's just bad. Yeah. Uh, like if I had to compare it to dog licking and, and pulling out a hangnail, I would honestly choose the hangnail, but jeez, <laughs> because I just don't You're like heartless. it. But it's still not a, no, I'm not. I could, I could pet a dog. Yeah. <laughs> I could, I could throw a <laughs> stick really hard so he can catch it. But uh... <laughs> so I could throw a stick really hard. So it runs away from me. <laughs> We had this one dog that was our neighbor's dog that liked catching sticks. And he also liked catching rocks that we hit out of with mm -hmm. baseball bats. And so he would just catch them in his mouth. And I didn't for hours. <laughs> he'd come back and he wouldn't miss any teeth, but he'd have like bloody gums and stuff like that. Aww. So I don't know. I mean, I like dogs and he had, we had a lot of fun with him. But this one, nice. this is probably maybe a 3.7. And, and that's just because my chances of getting this are low, not only because I'm not at risk, but I'm, I don't own a dog and I don't plan on owning mm -hmm. one anytime soon. Mm -hmm. So, okay. 3.7. Um, for me, since, since I don't have a problem with dogs licking my face necessarily, I mean, I, I don't want a dog to lick my face for a long time, but like a few is okay. Um, and so I, you know, my baseline's lower. I don't have, I don't have a panic for that. Um, so the reason to panic for this for me <laughs> Is probably I'm going to go 
0.7. I will say this. I will be thinking of it now. Um, I, I really will. After going through this article and another one that that we you know that we went through before recording, um, it, it's not something that I can just forget forever. I will be thinking about it. So um, because of the fact that it'll be on my mind when it happens, I'm going to go 0.7 just because it's not like it's completely out of my mind. I'll be thinking about it every time. I just hope that I won't uh, develop some kind of phobia of dogs now because of this article. <laughs> um, yeah, 0.7 for me. We That was like we had the same rating then because my, my 0.7 mm -hmm. was just based on the other. So that's right. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> same, same. Yeah. That's the same increase. I like it. Well, there you have it folks. Um, take your, take your, uh, your dogs and their licks and their, your French kissing into your own hands. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> now, now you're, you're a little bit smarter about maybe being a little bit wary about what your dog does before he gets your face, if anything, because you're probably still going to let him lick your face. But, mm -hmm. Thanks for tuning in. If you like the podcast, be sure to subscribe and leave a panic. Or not a panic. Leave a comment. Leave a panic. Leave, leave a panic. Yeah. It wouldn't be bad to have some uh, well, some listeners submitted reasons to panic. That might be that might be a fun little campaign to do. Yeah, list some reasons to panic in your comments if anything you'd like us to cover. But otherwise, thanks for tuning in and we'll talk to you next week. Coming right away, my dear.